And we are back. And we just finished 2014's Edge of Tomorrow, rated PG-13 with a runtime of one hour and 53 minutes. This is currently streaming on HBO Max and is directed by Doug Lyman and has screenplay credits to Chris McQuarrie, Jez Butterworth, and John Henry Butterworth. This is the story of Major Cage, deliciously played by Tom Cruise, who finds himself in a very strange situation. He is actually a military PR man, but through some kind of strange luck of the draw, he is being sent to the front lines on a mission that seems suicidal. Yeah, the general basically says a lot of people are going to die and... I need you to sell I, it. I need you to sell this invasion as being something that's worthy of all this death so that when the families hear that kids are dead, they don't come at me and just ruin my life. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not on board with it, so the general's like, all right, sucks to be you. Yeah, we're going to do this the arrest hard way him now. Yeah. to make him a private... And sends him to the front line. Lies about it and says he's a deserter. Says he's a deserter and uh, basi- basically him basically dooms him. Yeah. yeah. Was this uh, Bill Paxton's last role? No. Uh, oh no, he died in 2017, so he must have done stuff after yeah, I this. Think he did stuff after that. But uh, always a treat to see that guy. God, he's so very missed. Always mm-hmm. just always a character actor, but just. Always so damn good in everything. Yeah, just the, char- the characters. So he, the characters he played generally stole the scenes of whatever scene he was in. Yeah, he had some great lines in this. Yeah, the great redeemer. <laughs> Combat. Yeah, I'm gonna go around the table and get impressions. Olive G, what'd you think of this film? I thought it was good. Yeah, what'd you like about it? I guess just the the story. The story. Okay. Did you like? Did you like the idea of having to repeat a day over and over again? Honestly, isn't that isn't that like almost almost like a lot of movies? I mean, a lot of movies touch I, I on would, that theme. I would but say like the first one was probably like Groundhog, Groundhog Day because yeah. every anytime you hear a story about this, it's like oh, it's Groundhog okay. Day, but space Groundhog right. Day, but horror. But I think for a sci-fi movie, I feel like this uh, sci-fi action thing. I think this does does it really well. I'm trying to think what other film comes even close in that specific genre, but I can't think of one. Olive's right. There have been a bunch that have followed this premise, probably because the people that grew up watching Groundhog Day Day. are just like, I'm going to take this idea and use it. Well, there's Happy Death Day or whatever. Happy Death Day, yeah. Episodes of TV shows, that have yeah. Done that. But I feel like for the time and the genre, I feel like this really knocks it out of the park. Yeah, oh my I mean, God. it can't this, be this said great. enough. This this film is really amazing. We did not see this in the theater. We actually caught this on cable, and we were stupefied at how good it was. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't it think didn't this do did, well. Yeah, originally it didn't do well. It didn't do well. Office. Everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Tom Cruise's career going down the toilet. He can't save movies anymore." And, Apparently he can. And uh, people gave this a chance on cable, and we did too. I mean, we I, re- I remember reading reviews pe- where people were like, you know what, this film's better than people give it credit for. More. Caught it on cable, and yeah, they were absolutely right. right. This film's, this film's Solid. great. Yeah. Really interesting premise, really interesting story. The creature effects are really good. Yeah, the aliens really look good. really cool. They're just yeah. like these like crazy nerve bundles with faces. Yeah, and- yeah. And even the... 
other, the alphas and the omega, I guess. Mm-hmm. Interesting, too. Uh, this, uh, suddenly I'm just completely obsessed with numbers. The budget on this was $178 million. Opening box office in the U.S. and Canada on June 8th, 2014, $28,760,246. Yeah. Wow. yeah, people were like stunned at how poorly this thing did. And the gross U.S. and Canada was 100 million 206,256 but the overall gross worldwide is 370 million so thank you other countries for stepping up to the plate <laughs> and saving this i feel like i've heard talk that there's going to be a, a sequel to this but it just hasn't materialized and this movie will be 10 years old next year that's crazy it's bananas it's bananas what did you think of rita olive g who rita the lady played by Emily Blunt. That one? Yeah. I thought she was good. Yeah? You have to be specific about ladies, mom. There's I'm like sorry. Two. There are two. You're right. But the, Rita the one was that's actually in the movie for more, more than five minutes. Yes. <laughs> but Rita was like the big, she was kind of like the heroine in this. Yeah. And she's a strong female character, right? Uh-huh. She had really great fighting ability, right? Yes. And she didn't take no guff from no guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So she's a good character, right? Yeah. Is she your favorite? Maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Okay, fair enough. Did you have a favorite scene in this? Not exactly. Not exactly. All right, fair enough. You just like the whole thing in general? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you feel scared at any point or nervous? Nah, I already watched this before. Okay. Gigi, what did you think of the film? It was good. What did you like about it? The designs of the monsters. Yeah, those are really good. Did you have a favorite scene? No. Favorite character? I guess if I had to pick one, it'd be Rita. Yeah, Rita's cool. She reminded me a lot of Ripley in that suit. Yeah, a little bit. The, uh, yeah. the, the exosuits were, were cool. Were really they, well done, they, they too. Did a, they did a really good job on those. Yeah, and they were bulky, but they like when they're running, they seem to like be Enhanced, fluid. You know, yeah. yeah, so... No, they, they did an excellent job with that. And you could see, like, it's it's funny how, like, sci-fi sort of gives the real-world ideas about stuff because mm-hmm. they're legitimately building stuff, stuff like, like that. that. You, you see, like, these, like, experiments where, like, we're practicing on, on how to, like, move heavier objects and guys are lifting, like, 700 pounds wearing these, like, weird things. It's interesting. What about you? What do you think? I love this movie. This is this is a fun, interesting movie. I think Tom Cruise did a fantastic, fantastic job. job yeah. His the way his character goes from the beginning to the end, where he's just like this sort of like cowardly, pretty much kind of like a, a scheming douchebag in the beginning, <laughs> and through all of this, just progresses and progresses. And by the end, I mean, and he goes you're through. Really rooting for him. You're rooting for yeah. him. He's heroic. And you could see the change happening. I mean, there's like the, the really dark part where he's just like, there's not, nothing I do matters. Everybody's going to die no matter what. And then he like, he just keeps moving on and he's just becoming more skilled and, and more confident, confident about, about everything. And by the end, it's like, okay, he, I'm glad that he's this hero now. Yeah. 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 He has a really great story arc in this. It's, it's fantastic. Fantastic. Like you said before, like Groundhog Day, right? So this movie could have been just okay, mm-hmm. but really sharp writing, really great character uh, arcs, really great character design. 
really interesting story. I mean, up to that point, I mean, I can't think of another movie that's like this. I mean, sometimes in movie land, when something's successful, it gets parodied to shit to the point where you stop loving the thing because it's like, it's just been so overdone at, at some point, right? But I feel like something like this, I mean, this is now nine years later and I can still watch that movie and be thoroughly entertained. Yeah, it really it does really hold up. It really does hold up. The effects are good. The acting is good. The story is good. And I'm glad that people gave this a chance after the fact. Yeah. This is a movie that is worthy of having made a billion dollars. Yes. I, I, I would. <laughs> it didn't make it a billion. It didn't make a billion, but it, it should have. But this is something that absolutely should have. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I still... <laughs> We won't beat that horse again, yeah. but still. Yeah, I co-sign on everything we've said so far. I think that from where this movie starts to where it ends, it's a treat. It is a treat. It's always great to see the late, great Bill Paxton. Kind of a call out to Private Hudson and Aliens from 86. Mm -hmm. Here he's Master Sergeant Farrell and just just so good. Just so good. He's a scene stealer when you see when he's, he's on scene the screen. Stealer, but but I mean don't we're we're not saying that this is the same type of character. No, it's H not the Hudson same type. And aliens was like, well, man, we're <laughs> this, my favorite line was, let's make her let's put in her charge. In charge. <laughs> <laughs> but this this was a different character. He was he's, yeah. he is the the drill sergeant with the thousand Quips. colloquialisms yeah. and, and sayings yeah. and, and speeches. Oh, this is the crucible by which you will prove yourselves as war. Yeah, he was great. Oh, my God. He was so good in this. Ugh, I'm still not okay that he's gone. Let's talk Tom Cruise. I mean, he was wow. This, yeah. He was fantastic. Fantastic. I think I agree with you. I think at this point he had sort of been written off, but... I wouldn't say written off, but there was definitely some kind of negativity about him in this time. I don't remember what exactly sparked it or well, whatever, you know but what I, I, got, I got the feeling that there was... Yeah, it's, it's probably, it's, it's, yeah, definitely probably related to that. Yes. But there was definitely like this sort of feeling of glee when something he, something he well. did, did not do well. Yeah. Yeah. And. Which is weird. People yeah. really need to get. And I think it, it's just. Stuff in order. Know, he's, he's just too powerful to stop. <laughs> <laughs> because then he starts making entertaining stuff again. stuff yeah so, after yeah, this he, he, he did mission impossible rogue nation yeah that was great too i mean it's just damn entertaining stuff after that he did jack reacher never go back i don't think i've ever seen that from start to finish although he screwed the pooch in 2017 with that mummy movie oh, that was terrible that was awful that was terrible terrible that was just and then something american made i think i saw pieces of that and i don't really have any interest to watch that but then he did Mission Impossible Fallout in 2018, which was great. Those, I, honestly, I feel like those Mission Impossible films keep getting pulled better, better. him out of whatever bad, bad graces he was in. Yeah, yeah. Because fans just love the hell. They're good. They're, They're really good, though. Totally entertaining. You got that Superman loading 60. his arms up in the Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is 60. Is he still really doing his stunts? That's wild. He, he, does, he does enough where the media is like, oh my God, he's still doing his own stuff. I don't know if he does everything. I think he does at least one insane stunt per movie on his own. I don't know. If that's he, I don't think he does all of them. He's not Jackie Chan. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, is like the insurance company not sweating at this point? Because I mean, he's still a big name you know star. What, normal, normally, I think the insurance company would, but I think because of 
who he knows and what he is a part of, they're just like, you're going to look the other way. (laughs) 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 Or bad stuff will happen to you. Because I feel like somebody like The Rock could probably do these things, but I don't think The Rock wants to get hurt. The Rock Rock is not doing his own stunts. No. No. I mean, he's like, he's too much of a. They're filming him throwing punches and stuff, but he is not jumping from one building to another. No. No. Or or what is it? Hanging off the side of that plane. Hanging off the side of a plane. He is. is, If something, somebody's hanging off the side of the plane, it's a stuntman and he's wearing like a green sock on his head, (laughs) which they superimpose the rock's head on. Right, right. Uh, I mean, he can't, from the reason why he doesn't really do wrestling anymore. Is because of the insurance. Right. Because every time he does an appearance for wrestling, he, he, can't he, he hurts himself. He yeah. tears a muscle or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he can't take a bump. It's like, oh, well, now he can't film for six months. Right. And that's... That's bad. That's millions of dollars. Exactly. I was going to say, you can't put stuff in production on yeah. hold. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is a crazy business. But then you got Tom Cruise jumping out of <laughs> planes that, you know, they're like, only only extreme military guys could do this effectively. And Tom Cruise is like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm that guy. Oh, good for him. Any other thoughts, comments, kids? No. Jig, no? You, anything else? No. No? All right. I guess I'll go around the table and get numbers. G, I'm going to start with you. One to ten. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. I'd give this a nine. A nine. I was actually going to say an eight and a half, but now I feel bad. Maybe I should be giving it a nine, too. This is an excellent movie. This is excellent. There's nothing really bad about it. No. Uh, I mean, there are a couple of little things where you're just like, well, he's having this conversation with the scientist again, and and it seems like maybe there's not enough hours in the day. Like, why didn't he say that the first time they spoke? Or, But... uh, you, now you're you, nitpicking. That's nitpicking. That's extreme nitpicking. It doesn't take away from the enjoyment of the film at all. No, no. What did you think of the sort of blossoming romance between him and that, Rita? That felt earned to me just because, well, at least on his part. And you could see on her part. She's warming up to him. She warms up to him as, I mean, because all this is happening to her over the course of, I guess, 48 hours. But for him, it's been, who knows, like hundreds of years. I don't know. So you could see that happening on his part. On her part, it it was interesting because at the end, she just basically says, I mean, they, they, I'm not spoiling anything. They both know that this is probably the end for both of them. Right, right. At the very end of the movie. And she's just like, you were a good man. I wish I could have gotten to know know you you better. better. Which makes sense. As the day progressed, and he's... He's talking to her like, I've known you for a thousand years, which he may have actually known her. Yeah, at that point, sure. Because yeah. God only knows how, how many times he relived the day. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. No, how many conversations they had, how many... Well, there's you know. that scene in the barn where he's, like, stitching her up, and then she gets wise to him. She's like, she realizes this that this before? is now something that's already happened. Yeah, he gives her, he knows her coffee order. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, so Emily yeah, that, Blunt's great. Yeah, so that didn't feel tacked on. It didn't feel like a, an 80s movie where it's just, uh, we're, we're falling we're gonna, in love. We're going to make love Voyage now. Voyage of the Rock Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> I believed all the love in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, that didn't bother me at all. And it wasn't overdone. No. It wasn't just like, oh, yes, passion. Yeah, yeah. It they was, don't even it, kiss. No, she kisses him at the end. Oh, she does. Oh, right, she, right, right. She at kisses the end. him at the end. Yeah. But, but it was like, that was like the only time that yeah. lips meet. 
That was the only time it lips me. There is brief nudity. <laughs> Maybe not what you want to see. Probably not what Probably you want to see. Probably not the type of nudity you're interested in. Uh, but who knows? Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. Olive G, I didn't get your number. One to ten, honey. What would you give this? Um, I'd probably give this like an eight and a half. Eight and a half. So two eight and a halfs. I'm going to say two nines. Yeah. Yeah. Run, don't walk. If you haven't seen this, my goodness, what is wrong with you? you Go check for? out Edge of Tomorrow from 2014, rated PG-13 with a runtime of one hour and 53 minutes. Again, this is currently streaming on HBO Max, directed by Doug Lyman. Was this, I remember there was like a lot of name stuff with this. Was this always called Edge of Tomorrow? Was there a point where it was called Live, Die, Repeat or something like that? That was supposed to be the, so from what I've read, that was supposed to be the tagline. And then I think people got confused and they thought that that was the name of the movie. But the movie was always called, I believe, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. I think live die repeat was the tagline and i think a lot of people were like oh i think that's the name of the movie but i don't and i think it's based on a movie called all you need is kill oh really yeah. i didn't know that it's like a japanese story hmm. or I a japanese know. author and i just remember the title of that was just sounded so stupid it's not like all you need is love but instead it's all oh you that's need is true kill. the film is based all you need is death no it's all you need is kill but this should have been death. That would have made more sense. More yeah, sense, yeah. That would have yeah. made more sense. But then again, maybe it's just one of those things that's like lost in translation from Possibly, English possibly. Yeah, I, according to IMDb, the film is based on the Japanese light novel, whatever that means. All You Need Is Kill by Hiroshi Sakurazaka. Sakurazaka. Yep. Wow. You are a font of just so much information. Yeah. I but I agree that. with G. All You Need Is Death would is have probably, probably been a better, a tra- better translation maybe, of that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then again, I didn't read the book. So Neither may- did maybe I. all you need is kill is. Proper. And if somebody can let us know what a light novel is, I'd appreciate it. probably it. means it's like small, like a novelette. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. It's okay. Novella. Like less than 200 pages. I, for some reason, I thought this was based like on an anime or a manga. I thought it was based on a video game like The Last of Us. Nope. Video game would make sense too, actually. Yeah, I guess. Considering you could just pump a quarter in. Yeah. Just kill Pump stuff. a quarter. Look how old I am. <laughs> quarters. Yeah. I remember quarters. Nobody uses quarters <laughs> anymore. It's all gaming consoles. Mm-hmm. That's not true. There's still some in around the world. Some yeah, there's still arcades, arcades, but they're usually, it's, it's like a bar with old video games. And I'm sure it. it's more than a quarter at this point. No, some of them, some of, some of them are still covered, but some of them are kind of crazy. Remember, we'd go to the movie theater and they'd have like, like those, those like alien Batman games or whatever, and yeah, they were like a dollar, dollar or more. All right, we we veered off into a different <laughs> conversation mm-hmm. again. If you haven't seen it in the month of women's history, we're doing our <laughs> Tom Cruise double feature. Yeah, um, Emily Blunt, there you go. There's your strong there you woman go. character. Strong woman character, the, right. The angel yeah. of her done yes. full metal bitch. Yes, Rita. Rita. The lovely Rita Emily Blunt. Who I feel like was doing a lot of... At one point, I thought she was going to be like an action queen. I mean, she's, she she's, done, mix she's it up. done a lot of genre stuff, but it's not always her kicking yeah. butt. It's sometimes it's dramatic. Sometimes, sometimes it's, it's dramatic. Comedic. Sometimes she's comedic. Yeah. yeah, she's good. She's she's excellent. really good. Yeah, I like her husband too. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah she's excellent, and she I bet she's like a ton of fun. I don't know. I get the impression she's like she'd be like a cool neighbor to have. Yeah, I mean, if you're willing to do these type of movies. I don't think you're going to be taking yourself too seriously. Yeah. It's not like as though, oh, my, my nouveau shamanic <laughs> acting, acting. <a> bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. 
my thespian. I love that movie so much. God damn it. Why wasn't that nominated for like a script doctor at least? I don't, because I don't think it was like given a wide release. That's too bad, because yeah. that was a fun, that was a fun story. The unbearable weight of massive talent. Yes, which if you haven't also seen, go check it out. It's playing somewhere. All right. All right. That's it from us, and we will bid you all a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.